guys, how's it going? It has been a while. I have been busy, but I am back to the podcast. Today, I have kind of a random episode that I didn't plan for that I thought of when two things kind of came together. So the first was I was having some business questions, some questions about some different processes I should do for implementing to get people into my program and to spread the word about my program. And I was thinking about purchasing this course. And I belong in a mastermind group. Um, So for those of you who don't know, a mastermind group, it's basically a a group that is like self-created. So I actually organized the group through another course I was part of. They had a Facebook group. Anyways, we women have been meeting with each other every week. We support each other. We give each other feedback and we really elevate each other. I highly recommend doing this. You can Google it. There's a lot of help out there to do it. But anyways, I was thinking about taking this course that was $2,000, which is, you know, a significant chunk of change. But one of my mastermind um, group members was saying, that it's really, I really didn't need the course, that I already had the training and it was more about some inner work that I had to do. But she also recommended that I participate as part of an affiliate program for product that I really love. And not only to promote the product, but also to learn about how this person goes about selling. He has a multi-million dollar business. He's a mentor of mine. I love his work. So I decided to to I decided to sign up. And again, I did it more to like see the inner workings of things, but as I got more into it, and then also there was a comment on my Instagram that really showed me that this would be a great topic to talk about. So What I'm talking about today is side hustles and why you should consider starting them and that why digital side hustles are the best side hustle in my opinion. So the program that I joined is Business by Design and it's led by James Wedmore who's awesome. I love his podcast. But Here's the comment on Instagram that inspired me that maybe I should do an episode about this. So I'm going to read it to you. So I posted, I did a podcast last time about money and money mindset and somebody commented. So this is somebody who has a full-time wildlife biologist job. Well, you'll see. Let's just say that despite having a high-level biologist position, I started a business to make ends meet. Salaries are a serious issue in the wildlife profession. I struggle with questions like, will I be able to afford retirement? How will I afford the rising costs for gas and food, etc.? For the great service we offer, we are not compensated. I totally 100% agree. So I was inspired to do this episode on side hustles for you guys and then also introduce you into the world of James Wedmore. He has this like three-part training series going on. I'm not sure how fast I'm going to get this out, but I know I'll be able to get it out for some of those, definitely for some of those free trainings. So with that, let's go ahead and we'll get right into this episode. 
Welcome to the Fancy Scientist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Shuttler, an unconventional wildlife biologist who never fit the scientist stereotype. In this podcast, I share with you my insights as a scientist and offer you real talk on wildlife research, conservation, and advice on this unusual career. Being a wildlife biologist is not what you think it is. Join me to learn what science is really like and how to become the best version of yourself so you can thrive, effectively conserve nature, and enjoy this beautiful life we share with so many other beings. Let's get started. Okay, let's talk about why you should do a side hustle, especially a digital side hustle, how much fun they are, how to get started, what's it all about. Today, I am going to give you some inside details, uh, behind the scenes sneak peek into my business, and why I decided to go full force into it. So as I mentioned, wildlife jobs don't pay that much, but another reason why you might want to consider a side hustle is because this entry-level stage of graduating and then getting your first permanent job, it happens years down the line for most people by far. I don't know how many of you know this, it doesn't seem like everyone knows this, but you graduate from college and you need some experience. You should actually really get some experience while you're in college too, to be more competitive. But you'll take seasonal positions. There's a lot of work that's temporary because um, here in the US we have summer seasons and that's when a lot of the wildlife is really active to study. And so a lot of positions are hired. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at my cat. She's driving me crazy. She's in, she, okay, finally she left the room. Good. Okay, so you will have to take seasonal positions. So you likely have years of taking seasonal positions. And in between those seasonal positions, you might not have any income. So for me, when I graduated, I had three internships after I graduated And in between two of those internships, I had six months where I went back home to live with my parents because I didn't have the internships line up completely. And as I mentioned, they tend to be offered in the spring and summer. So around wintertime, you kind of don't know what to do. So for side hustles, there are the traditional side hustles, things like pet sitting. And then with with the internet, there's also ways, lots of ways actually to make money that take those traditional side hustles, but make them more accessible. And when you join my program, The Successful Wildlife Professional, you actually get a a whole PDF full of all these different side hustle ideas. But some of them you can make really good money at, honestly, more than being a wildlife biologist. So if this helps you do your dream job or get to your dream job, why not? So this is just really a great idea, honestly. But digital ones are the best. Digital ones are the best because they can last a really long time. We'll get in more into the specifics of this. And they can they can be used over and over again. So, but first let's talk about what it what a digital side hustle is. Let's get into that and then we'll talk about some of the benefits. So I got into my career. What I do now is um, really I'm a career mentor. I, I mentor people wanting to go into this career. I make them ultra competitive for wildlife careers. 
based on my experience in this field of almost 20 years and from what I'll from all of the changes that I've seen happen in this field, my own struggles on the job market. And then I also have plans to make programs for kids. I started doing that, but I put it on hold for a second. But it all started with my blog in science communication. And that's something I'm still passionate about and I want to get back to. But I became really interested in blogging and I learned that you could monetize off of blog. So I made these different blog posts all about my research and just different things going on in science or helpful posts about backyard wildlife, things like that. So the way that you can make money through blogging, and I have an episode with Chris Cloney on this that's really great to listen to if you want more on science communication. Oh, and I also have another episode about about basically going into science communication and starting your own. But if you want to make money with blogging, you can do it through ads and then you can also do it through affiliates. So affiliates are when you sign up to to essentially promote a, a product or a program that you strongly believe in and then for every one you sell, you get a commission and it's at no cost to the person purchasing it. But... I think the best way for digital products, and this is where I morph my business into, is through offering different things to sell. Because with affiliates and with ads, you do make money, but you really have to have your 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 website seen by a lot of people. So for example, I have a pretty um, successful website. I think I get about 30,000 sessions a month. And my ad money is usually like, I think, 200 to 50 a month. So definitely not enough to live on. So if you really want to make this a career or even just make some serious income, offering digital products is a great way to do this. So what are some things that you can sell? When people offer digital products, they sell things like courses. That's what I do. I have a a program, The Successful Wildlife Professional, I love. We have 22 students in it right now, and I help them with their career. They learn all about wildlife careers. You can sell workshops, so maybe like a weekend workshop, a one-day workshop. You can sell ebooks. You can also sell memberships too. So maybe you have like a monthly membership or even a daily membership where people join and there's some sort of service that they get from it. So that should give you some idea about the different types of things that you can sell. Why digital products are awesome is because you can sell the same thing over and over and over again. So you can make it once and be done. For example, you could create a course and then sell that course to different people. And therefore, you don't have to keep investing in in materials to actually make something. Yes, it uses your time, but if you do it right, you, you use that time just once and you can sell it over and over and over again. So for my program, The Successful Wildlife Professional, I have been recording videos every single week since last May, so almost about a year, 
But once those videos are done, and I'm actually almost done, I switched to a bonus course for a little bit. But the majority of my um, SWP videos are done, then they are done. I, I don't have to do any more work on that end. Now there's other things I do for the course. I, I live mentor students. I do it in a group setting, but the video portion is done. So you can do that with your digital products. If you create an ebook, you can just sell it. You don't need to you don't need to buy anything to recreate it over and over again. Now, yes, there are definitely costs associated with digital products, and a lot of people don't think about these costs. But if you have your website, you have to pay for website hosting. Once you get more sophisticated, you might have to pay for things to make your website faster. But honestly, when you start out, you don't need anything. And I'm going to I'm going to talk about that. So with the, the so the great thing about digital products is you get to sell to lots of different people the same product over and over again. But you can make more money, too, because you don't have these these investments to buy materials and things like that that you would have with physical products. OK, so the. The thing that people most struggle with is probably what to sell. And I really encourage you guys to start listening to free podcasts out there. There's like I've I've been listening to, to them for years and I have gotten so many ideas over the years about things to sell. You can sell anything, really. As long as people have a problem and you can fix it, you can sell it. And the thing that I also love about digital products is that you are really helping people. That's what made me make my course because people were having tons of problems in this field. I struggled with this problem. I got my degree. I thought, okay, I'm good to go. I'm good to get a job. Nobody told me how hard it was out there. And if you are on Facebook, if you belong to the Wildlife Science Career Network Facebook group and the Wildlife Workers Network group on Facebook, you will see people on there posting all the time about their struggles finding a job. That is why I created the course. I created the course because I wanted, when I was a young PhD student entering, I wanted some sort of blueprint to help me, to guide me step by step into getting into becoming a successful wildlife professional, into getting a job. And I thought I was getting that with a PhD, but I wasn't. And students think they are getting that with your college degrees, and you are not. There is, unfortunately, you're not. You'll learn about ecology, you'll learn about the principles of wildlife biology, but you will not learn the things that you need to know to get you a job. So that's where I came in. I come in. I saw this big need, and I really wanted to help people. And nobody... Nobody is doing this for for real. I mean, even when I talk to students who talk to their advisors, their career mentors, they are not giving them advice that will get them a job. They are still struggling. So you get to have so much satisfaction by helping people. I really love that. I have tons of free content too. I help so many people with the free content. And this is not to brag about myself, but it just makes me feel really good to know that yes, I've suffered and yes, I struggled, but I can help somebody else in a similar situation and help them make really good decisions that work for them. 
So it's very rewarding. But if you can figure out a problem to solve, then then you got yourself a business idea. And so I'm hoping to get this podcast out in time, but James Wedmore, he puts on this workshop called Nail Your Niche. So like, so basically in this workshop, you work through a series of questions, you do a workbook, and he of course teaches, and you, by the end of the workshop, you will figure out what your niche is. So like, who are you going to sell to? Like, what is your area of expertise? And what can you create your business around? It is a fantastic workshop. He guarantees it. He'll give you your money back if you don't have your niche by the end. And he even lets you keep it. So that's a really great product, the Nail Your Niche Workshop. But let me just give you some examples that that I thought up of that maybe you could do as a wildlife biologist. But again, it doesn't have to be limited to wildlife biology at all. But I want to show share with you this one example that I love. Because this just this just goes to show you like how crazy like how crazy specialized you can get in your niches and how how much money you can make. So I remember listening to this one podcast and this woman who was interviewed, she had a podcast about goats. Like the whole podcast was about goats, multiple episodes about goats. And she made over six figures a year through her online products, through her courses about goats. So it turns out a lot of people needed help with this. People like like homesteading became really huge and people started having backyard goats. And apparently there's there's a, a problem, I guess, with copper deficiency in goats. So she had this one course that was all about that and that sold really well. So it doesn't have to be wildlife again, but you just got to figure out like what's there, what's a problem out there that people really need help with or would be willing to 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 purchase to access your knowledge and your expertise. So if you can think about like, you know, what are problems that people have that you can solve or what kinds of questions are people always asking you? But here are just some ideas that I randomly came up with just in like five minutes. You can be so creative about them. So something, if you're an undergrad or if you're a recent college grad and say there's a really difficult course, you could be a tutor. You could create online courses for that course. So like organic chemistry is like, is like infamous for being a really difficult course. And you could really specialize at that university's class and be able to help students in that. If you're really great at plants, you maybe could do something about native plant ID or native plant gardening. I know that's something that I would be really interested in, like how to create your own native plant garden. What plants should I choose? Like like people will just pay, honestly, for somebody to do the work like that. And I actually was going to hire somebody, a native plant landscaper, and she had, and one of my friends also reached out in in his area, and and she also had a wait list. So this is something that's in demand. I know birding is huge. So maybe you could do some sort of bird class about how to attract birds to your yard or help people with their bird ID skills, something like that. People are obsessed with birding. Do you know a foreign language? You could teach a foreign language class. It doesn't have to be exhaustive. It can just be fun. It can be easy. It doesn't have to be this like, you know, high level, high skilled class. It can be really informal. Are you a graduate student? Did you recently do a thesis or dissertation? You could do a class on that, how to finish your dissertation, how to structure it, how to make sure that you do it the right way. 
I know a lot of people have the problem of of wanting they have wildlife in their in their yard or in their home and they want to to deal with it humanely. So if there's mice in the house or ants in the house or if there's deer eating their garden, what's a way that you can reduce human wildlife conflict in a humane way? I know that's something that is also really in demand. Maybe science communication. Maybe you're really good at writing, like like you're blogging, like like I was doing. Maybe you're really good at giving public talks. That's something I also have been wanting to do a course on. I've actually been wanting to do a whole science communication uh, program. But that can also be something you can do. A poster presentation. Maybe you've given a poster presentation and you're around people who don't know how to do it. That is also something that you can do. You just got to think of a problem that that you can solve, that other people need help. Okay, so you might be saying like, okay, I know how to speak this foreign language, but who am I to be the expert to offer a class on this? I mean, there's professional level classes for foreign languages. Well, who are you not to be the expert? Is there some sort of like, status that you have to reach to do this? No. I'm a mentor. I'm a coach. And and yes, I have experience doing it, but I don't have a coaching certification, but I know I get results from my students. So if you did something where you can show results that they want to get what you did, you can do that. I had this one friend friend of mine where she just did like a weight loss group in January and it was like a membership and you joined and people paid, I think it was like 20 bucks a month or something like that. And she was there for accountability and support. And she was not a professional at all. So there's definitely lots of things that you can do. You don't need to have like some sort of expert status. You can you can do it whatever stage you're at. And one trick is, one trick professors know, and I learned this when I was uh, teaching uh, a lecture at the University of Missouri, and also TAing too, being a teaching assistant. Really, they're, if they're a new professor, they're just one class ahead of their students. Because when you graduate with your PhD, you spend so much of your time specializing in an area. And oftentimes when you're asked to teach a class, You need to relearn that content or maybe even it's something you never had. Like maybe it's like a genomics class or something that you never had as a student and you need to put that together. So you're not preparing this. I'm telling you right now, they're not preparing this like a year in advance or months in advance. They're doing it the week before. They're one lecture ahead of. And people like to learn from different sorts of levels. You don't necessarily always want to learn from the top level because maybe they're not as approachable. So I like to use like weight loss as an example just because it's concrete. It's easy to measure. It's easy to see see results. So let's say maybe you want to lose you know, a significant amount of weight. Say you want to lose, say, like 70 pounds or something like that. And you are following someone on Instagram who lost 100 pounds on their own. And maybe they're not, you know, like, like they, maybe they don't look like a, phys, like, like a personal trainer and they don't have like all toned and everything like that, but they did what you want them to do. Maybe they're much more approachable, much more real. Maybe their strategies are going to work much better for you than somebody who looks differently. So don't think that just because you are not a quote unquote 
unquote expert, who is an expert, then then you can't do this. You absolutely can do this. Okay, so what do you need to get started with, with doing a digital product? To be honest, you don't need a lot at all. You really need a platform to host something on and this can be free platforms. So this can be Facebook. You can do it through Facebook groups. You could create a Facebook group and then you could deliver the content through a Facebook Live. Or you can even just email people links. I've also joined groups like that where people just email the links um, to the sessions. You can record your video with Zoom. Now you probably will have to have a Zoom account, but they do do free accounts. I don't know if you can have lots of members sign or lots of people on the call for free ones, but but you could do it through a Zoom call, record it, and then have people rewatch it. The one of the first courses I took, I paid a thousand dollars for it, and it was it. This course changed my life. It was so helpful. It was so informational. And all it was was the instructor at a Facebook Live delivering the content. But the content was so good, it doesn't matter what the delivery style is. It doesn't have to be professional. It doesn't have to be polished. People love real. People love authenticity. People love when you're more vulnerable, when you're your more real self. And my course too, I just I just record myself talking in, in front of the computer screen with slides. I don't worry about having everything like ultra professional. I go off slide sometime and bring up random stories, kind of like I do here on the, and I just deliver what they need to know to make the transformation that they want. The other thing I would recommend for you to do is to get an email list. So you can get something like MailChimp, I know is free up into a certain number. I use MailerLite, I think they're free up to a certain number too. But email lists are great because you can directly contact the people. If you are contacting people through social media, People don't see that all the time. And so Facebook, you know they're getting it. And social media is fickle. I know we think things are here to stay, but but they're not. Things can, can things can go away pretty quick. Lots of people are leaving Facebook. So I recommend gathering names on an email list. You have to ask permission to add them to your email list. So make sure you're following guidelines. So if you found this episode helpful, I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear what kind of niche you're starting. And remember, you can do the Nail Your Niche workshop. It's super fun. And start listening to the Mind Your Business podcast with James Wedmore. He's really great. I think he is just so smart. And the thing I love about James too is that he really brings in this intuitive side of things. He calls it a spiritual connection. But I think it's more just about listening to yourself and your being true to your authentic you and getting in touch with that and not just doing like like all the, the, the tips and tricks that everyone is telling you to do. It really gets at the core of like how do you want to help people and like what's the best way to do it. Okay, guys. So I hope you have an amazing day. Bye. Are you an aspiring or struggling wildlife biologist, ecologist, conservation biologist, or anyone interested in a career with wildlife? Join our community, the Getting a Job in Wildlife Biology Facebook group. Based on my book, Getting a Job in Wildlife Biology, What It's Like and What You Need to Know, this Facebook group is designed to connect, support, and inspire 
future and current wildlife professionals or those who can't get a job. Come for daily affirmations to lead you to career success, job postings, and profiles of professionals in cool jobs. If you're struggling, feel stuck, lost, confused, or are just worried about this career, reach out to me at stephanie at fancyscientist.com to schedule a free clarity call. I've talked to over 100 aspiring wildlife professionals and those struggling to get a job, and they've told me what I also experienced. Degrees alone do not prepare you for wildlife careers. You need the right combination of experience, education, network, and skills to land the job you want. You also need to be able to convey that on a job application and sell yourself to the employer. I've looked at over 100 cover letters and interviewed graduates. I can tell you for sure they are selling themselves short, not listing all of their expertise and not marketing themselves effectively. I've talked to potential students who have dynamic personalities and sound so knowledgeable and experienced in person, but when I look at their resumes or CVs, none of that is reflected. If what you have been doing is not working, it's not all of a sudden going to start working. It's time to make a change. If you want to get your dream job in the fastest way possible, schedule a Zoom meeting with me today. No matter what stage of your career you are at, from high school student to graduate searching for jobs, I can help you. It is never too early or late to start. If this episode helped you or someone you know, make sure to tag me on Instagram at fancy scientist, at fancy underscore scientist, and share this podcast with your community to continue spreading the word and reach more people. Also, be sure to leave a review on iTunes to receive extra positive vibes and love from me. Plus, you'll be helping me reach even more people. Thank you so much for listening.